Hubbard in the backfield, fake to him. A lot of room for Darnold to run, but he throws instead and into the end zone for a touchdown. Brandon Zilstra. Darnold to Zilstra, and just like that, the Panthers grab the lead. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe G, Joe O, Aaron Hawksworth. G-O-H-H-O-G, the hog, whatever. Is that what we're calling ourselves now? The hog? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so to carry over our conversations on the break, which absolutely nobody nobody heard, but we were talking about Hawksworth, Ostrowski, Giglio. You could be hog, but... Guess what? There's Hog Radio in Arkansas. There's oh, a, no. there's an affiliate, 99.5. It's a sports radio station in Arkansas. Wait, we, they we stole our be, idea. No, no, no. We just need to be on there. That needs to be our next affiliate for, for the Becky right. Network. We We're need out. to jump We're on the Hog. That. Oh, yeah. Let's talk Razorbacks every day of our lives. Oh, yeah, that's, that sounds Becky quite enjoyable. Hogs. <laughs> Every day we dedicate a segment to Arkansas football. All right, we're, yeah, we're presented by FanDuel Sportsbook here. And, of course, it is a Thursday, which means we get Thursday Night Football tonight. I, I didn't hear the open because I had technical issues. Are you guys – and last week I said I was excited. Aaron and I said we were excited for, for Giants-Washington football team. Joe, you laughed at us. The game turned out to be pretty exciting or interesting. Are you ex- – were you excited for this game tonight? Um, <laughs> no. Excited. I wouldn't say excited. Well, here's what it is. In my house, in my basement, which I spend all day lately, buzzes in the air, right? Because we're spe- what we do all day, once we're in the heart of NFL season now, at least I feel like that, uh, we spend hours and hours prepping, and we're kind of getting back into the flow. It mm-hmm. starts on Monday, then we have Monday Night Football, we're reacting to that, and then we start looking ahead more on Tuesday and Wednesday, yeah. and here we are Thursday, week three is starting, I- I've worked all week on uh, on the preparation for the games that we're, we're talking about and we're going to be betting on. So, yeah, a, a twinge of excitement, knowing it's bad. But guess what? I'm going to watch every second of it because I'm a red-blooded American and I like to bet, which is why I'm on this show. So <laughs> that's what's going to happen. No offense to the Canadians. We love all Canadians, Aaron. Well, clearly we like to bet, too, because pretty much every guest on the show true. is Canadian, which has really stunned me. They're yeah, my favorite. True. Yes, many of them. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I we, yes, Jeff we Feinberg on more, the other day, Joe Osborne, Canadian. Canadian. There's more Canadian voices on this show than American voices. I mean, by a Jill. lot. Like, Jill, yeah. Oh, go on. Jeez. I feel like Wait a second. It, it might be like is, a 50% is, ratio. Because I feel like they all no. are. <laughs> Ed, Ed lives in California. He used to live in Texas. So not Ed. Kenny's Can we have to do a Vegas, live show Kenny. in Canada now? Oh, okay. yeah. We need. The hog Wait, are expanding they, to Canada. Are they letting people in now? Honestly, wasn't that a big deal think, at the border uh, yeah, for a while? In, in it July, is. Right? I haven't, I haven't been able to see my family who all lives there, so I don't think so. Get Osborne thought, those guys right, you know to vouch what? for us. <laughs> Listen, I know Joe Osborne. Can I get? Can I get into Canada? They could each be like our, our personal attendant, so we each get one of them to vouch for us personally. The poor people at the border saying like. What? <laughs> Why did I let you in? Because you know Joe Osborne. Ian McMillan just left Canada to move to New okay. York. That doesn't too. help us, another... does it? Well, I'm just saying he's another Canadian that we've had on the show. It's wild. It doesn't help us it get is. into Canada. For our we love show. Norm Macdonald. Like, this is crazy. This is a revelation. Yeah. All right. So is that... Is it like it, part of the culture up there? Like I've always said to people growing up in Chicago, sports betting, big part of the culture. Philly, I know it's the same deal. New York, a lot of those major cities. 
Um, is it a big deal, uh, sports betting? I uh, so I lived there. Okay, I was born in Vancouver, moved away when I was about five, six years old to Seattle. Then I moved back and lived in Toronto, worked for um, Sportsnet. And I didn't, that was in like 2012 to 2014. And maybe because I wasn't gambling a lot, but I didn't hear people talking about it that much then. Mm. Big now, big everywhere. Yeah, I mean, we're big up there. I can't wait for our remote show. All right, we got a game tonight, Thursday Night Football. It's uh, the, the number has moved to seven and a half on Fandle, total of 43, the Panthers at the Texans. And Aaron, we asked our audience at BetQL Daily how they're playing this game tonight. What, what did the people say? Yeah, well, we just tweeted it out, so we, we were going to update it at the end of this segment. Okay. Um, but I know yeah. for the purpose of this show, we, I mean, we've got to be looking at Survivor. You know, I mean, Panthers, this has got to be the week to do it. If you don't do it this week, I don't know when. What say you, Joe? You're the expert here. Uh, yeah, we'll see if I'm the expert after tonight. Uh, I think there are seven fairly strong options that most people are going to lose I use um no i'd say six actually if you're not using one of these six like what are you doing we have six games with point spreads of at least a touchdown i mean just common sense and and we have some options here with teams that you're probably not going to use later on in the year maybe there's one or two other spots denver double digit favorite uh, we've got Carolina tonight, eight at some spots, down to seven and a half at others. Uh, Buffalo, eight and a half. Baltimore, seven and a half. Arizona, seven and a half. Cleveland, seven. You have six options. Yeah. I, there is no reason to go elsewhere. So, as you guys know, I'm in a lot of survivor pools, some more profitable than others. Some of them, I have many spots. I don't want to use all six of these games because we know not all six of these favorites are going to win outright. That's just usually how it works in the NFL. So I was talking about this a little bit on You Better You Bet uh, yesterday. And I, and I guess we'll talk more about the overall survivor strategy here. Am I using Carolina? Yes, I am using Carolina. That I mean, for the purpose of this conversation, we'll take a deep dive with all the survivor options later on in the show. But we've got Carolina, which through two weeks, terrible sample. I get it. But through two weeks... All of a sudden, they're a great defense. I don't know that they will be at the end of the season, but every metric, blitz, DVOA, yards per play, whatever you want to look at, they are elite right now. And there's no reason to think that that's going to stop in week three against a talent-poor roster in the Houston Texans with a third-round rookie quarterback making the first start of his life, who, by the way, when he was thrown into the game, against Cleveland. He didn't do much, and that's expected. That one touchdown drive that he did have, that was a shocker. The Browns were not sending the house. They blitzed him one time. One time in that game. Why? Because they didn't have to. Probably going to be a different scenario tonight. I think the Panthers are going to bring the heat. So uh, that leads me in a moment to another prop I'm taking a look at. So in a roundabout way, to answer your question, Aaron, yes, I will be using Carolina in Survivor. Yes, I will be using Carolina as the first of two legs in teasers. So I'm with Joe on this. I am going to take, in fact, in Joe's pool, his, one of his survivor pools that I'm in, I'm taking Carolina tonight. I just, I can't, if Tyrod Taylor was the quarterback tonight for, for Houston, I'd be a little bit more worried. He's actually played, played pretty well. They've been competitive when he's been out there. He's not. It's Davis Mills, first career start, what, two days of practice this week? I mean, he just got thrown into the mix last yeah. week. 
he's not a high pick. I don't think he's really an NFL quarterback long-term, like to be a starter or anything like that. And I know it's small sample. Joe said that, and it's true. We're still at that point of the year. But look at Carolina's defense. They only allowed six first downs last week to Sean Payton and the Saints. Six first downs. And in two games, they've allowed 22 total first downs and 21 points to the Jets and Saints combined. How about this? First half of these last two weeks. You add it together, Carolina 33, their opponents zero at the half. I know it's the Jets and Zach Wilson, and I know Jameis is up and down, and we don't know what he's going to be this year, but Jameis and Zach Wilson are better quarterbacks than Davis Mills. And they haven't scored a point in the first half. I have to play Carolina tonight in the Survivor. Joe G, you want to hear some defensive numbers for Carolina? You know, they did go against Sean Payton last week. Let's keep that in mind. After week one, everybody's high on the Saints, and uh, surely that changed. Number one, defensive yards per play. Number one, defensive DVOA on Football Outsiders. Number one, pass defense DVOA. Number one, rush defense DVOA. Number one, an adjusted sack rate much higher than anybody else at 16%. Let me throw this prop at you guys. Maybe this is foolish. Uh, What do we think about over five and a half sacks, which is uh, the underdog plus money? The under is favored at minus 135 on FanDuel Sportsbook, but five and a half sacks. My my hesitation is we might see a run-heavy game. If the Texans have a brain cell, they don't want to put it all on Davis Mills. Uh, it is a low total here, but, uh, boy, over five and a half sacks is pretty appealing. Yeah, and with the way they're – I mean, and they're rushing the passer from every angle. Brian Burns is their best passer. Hassan Reddick's done a nice job. I mean, they're getting pressure from everywhere right now. I like that. Well, we could add this together, right? So if you want to go with that, if you look right now in the same game parlay, and I'm sure we'll put ours together for us to show here as we go along, mm-hmm. but plus 550 on any time touchdown scorer for the Carolina defense or special teams, plus 550. If they get five and a half, five sacks or whatever, Joe, they might knock one out of Davis Mills' hands and just pick it up and run it back. That's that's kind of what I envision. Right? That could happen, and I mean, that could be the that could kind of cement the survivor pick, cement the win, maybe a cover. Like that, you get a defensive touchdown, you're in good shape. Uh, Paul Aspen threw this out yesterday. So, Paul, if you want to jump on, feel free here about the defensive touchdown. It's an interesting angle. I was looking around at some other sports books to see what, what kind of numbers are out there for the defensive touchdown. I saw a plus 240 this morning. That low. I mean, the, I've never seen a number like that. I just, I'm, and not I'm, that I look at this prop every game, but plus 240, come on. Right. I'm just shocked that it went up. Like yesterday was plus five hundred. It went up to plus five fifty. Like I'm, I'm stunned. I mean, because yesterday, you said looking around, or I said looking around, like plus three fifty. It's down to plus two forty. I mean, these are kind of like home run props a little bit that we talked about all summer. Yeah. It's like kind of that same sort of odds range, plus two forty, even plus three fifty, plus three fifty. At the end of the day, I, I may have played, but there's just no value there. Plus five hundred, <laughs> plus five fifty, in. You got to do it. Yeah. Got to do it. And I, I have that same vision, I think, that Joe G was mentioned earlier, the strip sack. You know, maybe that's – it could strip sack, you know, scoop and score, just seems like yep. it's made for this game. Yep. Doesn't have to be pick six, but, right. yeah, it could be that with the, the pressure from this Panthers defense. Uh, I'm not playing the side. I, I mentioned survivor, teasers, a couple props were going over here. I'm not doing anything with this seven and a half. Is anybody, Aaron, Joe G? 
I did take it earlier in the week. Um, that's seven and a half. I know it changed and then went back to seven and a half on FanDuel. But I do think the Panthers are the real deal. I think Joe Brady is proving he's a tremendous offensive mind, as we knew from when he was at LSU. And Davis Mills just didn't do anything spectacular last week. I think Carolina is an interesting team. Um, I would not be surprised mm-hmm. if they made the playoffs. Um, uh, you already mentioned all, I, I had all, a lot of those defensive stats. I mean, th- their defense is incredible. Um, yep. And I don't think Sam Darnold, the Sam Darnold resurgence is alive and well, people. Resurgence. I don't think, he, I don't think he's as bad as people, you know, make him out to be. At least he's not wanna- that way. I don't want to go too far because it is two games and we expect them to have another performance tonight. But with that defense, was it two years ago? They were the laughing stock of the league. What an incredible turnaround. You know you have the offensive mind there, and that's uh, improved in rules time, of course, with Joe Brady, as Aaron mentioned. But the defensive turnaround has really been amazing. Well, last year, I think they used almost every one, if not every one of their draft picks in 2020 on defensive players. So now they're all right. a year more mature, right? They're, they're playing and getting yeah. a lot of playing time. And, you know, as far as the Darnold thing goes, I think this is going to become a big story. Is Darnold good now? Is he really good? Is, you know, was this all the Jets' fault? Here's the thing, if, if you want to keep betting on Carolina, back them. You don't have to believe in Sam Darnold long-term. Like, we've seen this before. Joe, you saw this up close. Like, if you have a big-time defense for one year – you could win with a quarterback that's okay, that's pretty good, that's decent, that could you know have a decent year. Like Mitch Trubisky did this. Case Keenum did this in Minnesota. If you have that kind of defense, maybe you can't sustain for five years. But like, why can't the Panthers, if this defense is for real, win eleven or twelve games? They can. I mean, that like that we've seen this story play out plenty of times around the NFL. It just doesn't sustain for four or five years. It, it kind of goes back the next year. So speaking of man, every time I look. The uh, passing yards for Mills is going down. I saw two twenty-three and a half yesterday. Earlier this morning, it was two sixteen and a half. Right now, it's two thirteen and a half. Two thirteen and a half in today's NFL. Mm-mm. That's I think terrible. it's too. It's too low to go under. It's too low to go under now, right? Probably. Um, I mean, he'll probably have one seventy-nine, right? But I'm just, I can't go under at two thirteen. <laughs> Here's what's amazing. I'm looking at FanDuel because you could do alternate passing yards. They're going to be trailing. He's going to have to pass. Well, this this just shows you how crazy it is that this player is just not ready for the NFL. So, I mean, a typical game, 250 yards isn't much at all in the NFL today. It's pretty average, right? You get plus 188 on Davis Mills to get 250 yards. What do you think Mahomes is for for 250? Minus 220? Minus 250? (laughs) Minus 300? Like, it's like... You get, you're getting almost two to one for him to get to 250 yards. That's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Just shows you what this Carolina. Would you take the under tonight or are you staying away from that too? I can't take the over. I could absolutely see the Texans scoring 10 or less, and then it's going to be tough. You know, I just looking at the team totals, I felt that the Carolina number is high. Now, I don't have a lot of trust in this Houston defense, but 26 and a half, doesn't that seem pretty high? Well, are we getting the defensive touchdown we want? Because that could yeah. push you over. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, if I'm betting that, I probably probably don't want to bet on the over. But um, I would expect a lot of McCaffrey tonight. 84.5 rushing yards is the prop. 136.5 total yards. Also the prop. I have a, I have a good McCaffrey prop. We'll get right, to we'll, that at some point. I can't we, wait. We will hit that with our same game. Probably coming up next, we've got to go off the board here. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is Beck UL Daily Presented. 
by FanDuel Sports right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.